Fintech Australia and Tier 1 People present the 2022 People's Choice Awards. The Finney's Award, where the Australian fintech community gets to decide the winner. Make sure to join us on the 23rd of June, 2022 in Melbourne for the industry's most prestigious awards event. Now, here are a few words from one of this year's finalists. Hi, I'm Mark from Shape. Uh, We're part of the next generation of embedded finance companies, and we're looking to be the one-stop shop solution for all financial and payment experiences. Shape are finalists in the People's Choice Award Emerging Fintech of the Year. Well, Mark, congratulations to you and everyone at Shape on making it to this year's finals. This is the award that the fintech community gets to decide. How is everyone feeling? Yeah, it's it's uh, the 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 level of excitement um, uh, when we got announced was was palpable in the office. It's nice to have uh, the opportunity to be announced when when people are in the office. But um, obviously, there are there are two awards we're um, we're up for for this year. But it's the People's Choice Award is the one that we want. Awesome. Um, look, there, there is a lot of prestige given that your peers are essentially voting for it, um, but also the competition. I've, I've been doing these People's Choice Awards for this is the third year running now, and man, the competition just gets tighter and tighter, and I'm absolutely blown away by how quickly businesses are able to get not only proof of concept but start earning revenue. It's It's pretty awesome. Yeah, agreed. It's uh, it's going to be a, a, a tough fight this year, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now, um, I guess for the benefit of our, our listeners, can you tell us a bit more about the big problem that Shape solves? Yeah, for for me, Shape is has, has come about um, purely to drive um, and increase the ability for our clients to build and launch new financial experiences at, at speed and with confidence. You touched on it in your in your intro earlier that that the need to get product into market quickly um, is is getting is getting faster and faster. But speed without confidence um, is just speed. So getting that balance right is absolutely key for us. Um, you know where the the world of of waiting two years to get a, a financial product into market is long gone. Um, you know we look at time time frames of. You know, getting you testing in a live environment in three months and getting you into market in six. Those are those are the timeframes that that our clients are demanding for us. The confidence piece um, of our proposition is more around removing kind of complexity and, and risk from from the traditional payment space. Complexity is is a reflection that you know in, traditionally in the payment space you're asking clients to take four or five different propositions, different companies knit them together and cross their fingers that um, they'll get the experience that they're looking for. You know, we're, we're looking at a, a single integration for our full range of services, both within Australia, but, but now probably more importantly, internationally as, mm-hmm. as well. Um, uh, risk kind of has multiple lenses. It, it is as simple as not asking for half a million dollars upfront before you actually do anything and actually looking at a, at a proposition that's more SaaS-based but it's also kind of leaning into that platform flexibility and not forcing our clients to, you know, make decisions around where their product is going to be in two years' time when when they simply don't know. Yeah. 
get into market quickly with an MVP, test, learn, iterate, and actually end up with a, a financial product that is actually meeting your customers' needs um, rather than where you were guessing uh, they were kind of two years previously. Yeah. So um, in terms of customers, you know, what, what t- who are your customers? What types of, of businesses are you supporting? Yeah, so just just over a year ago, we we launched our, our first platform uh, our client. Um, it was a great non bank lender called called Nano, who is also a, a Finney's yep. finalist. Um, just recently, we've announced our partnership with X fifteen, so that's CBA's venture scaler uh, um, division, um, and we're we're bringing a child focused product to market with the, those guys. So you can get a sense that, you know, we play in a lot of spaces, you know, both at the startup end, but, but we're equally just as comfortable um, working with, you know, with the larger end of town. Um, uh, for, for me, you know, as, as we go through our journey, um, it, it's also the breadth of, of segments that we're, we're working with. Um, it, is, it is eclectic and, and probably a reflection of, of that flexibility that the platform brings. We have clients in the, in the SME um, and small business space. Um, you know, the flavor of the month, which is blockchain and, and crypto. But we're also starting to see a number of companies looking to enter the payment space for the first time. And for me, that will be our ultimate validation that we've you know removed those barriers and, and attracting new entrants to market. Awesome. Now, you talked there about the journey. It has been a journey um, and a, a one where, you know, the kind of the, the, the initial, I guess, proposition was a one that was more of a B2C kind of you know, neo bank proposition. Do you want to maybe share with our listeners a little bit about that journey that you went on, who you were, how you've kind of evolved? There's been some kind of name changes as well, and I wondered if you could share some of that with us. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been a fascinating journey. You're you're, you're right. Um, people will know us from from different different parts of our business. Um, ultimately, um, our, our journey started with with our hay and, and neo bank proposition. Um, I'll, uh, that is that is still out, out in market, but we were always looking to use that as the validation of our of our platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with any you know, as especially with this space, um, uh, it's all very well talking about a platform and its capabilities. Um, it is so much more powerful to demonstrate it with a live product. And yeah. what 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 better way of of doing that by launching your own retail proposition? Um, so yes, people will know know the Hay proposition. Um, uh, ultimately, we've evolved that proposition to Hay as a service, um, which which is our, our platform business that has been going for the last kind of year and a half. And we've announced recently announced our, our new rebrand, which is which is Shape. Um, so yeah, that's it's it's been a it's been a fascinating um, uh, year and a half through that journey. But um, I wouldn't underestimate the the learnings that we've taken from our mm. um, from our retail proposition and the challenges of bringing a financial, you know, a customer facing B two C proposition to market. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, it's it's fair to say we've learned learned a fair amount. Um, you talked about international. What what are um, shapes plans for international expansion? Yeah, so ultimately the next twelve months is you know very much focused. You know, we barely touched the sides around uh, around growing Australia, and you know that ultimately remains a key focus. But um, for us, the the power of that platform, and I touched on it in terms of that integration, is is building a proposition that says yes, come to Australia, build, test, learn in this space, launch your proposition. But when you're ready to go internationally. Um, you don't have to go and reintegrate with you know the local rails and spend another eighteen months 
you're already integrated with our platform. We do the heavy lifting. Move, move, move with us, or let us move with you, and um, and we'll we'll flick a switch and and off you go again. So ultimately, um, in in line with with growing on Australia, our international expansion plans are are progressing nicely. We've got a, a phase one focus of um, UK and Europe, but also Canada and Singapore. Um, and what I've loved about the you know the prioritization of that international focus, there are definitely markets, international markets that are crying out because they have a fundamental gap in our proposition. But we're also now getting clients going, yes, we've understood you in Australia. We love the proposition. We're also in Canada or we're looking to expand into Singapore. Will you come with us? And, and the, the joy of a cloud-based product means that we can do that very, very quickly and move with our clients. Now, I, I don't have to tell you, Mark, it's a highly competitive space that you're in. There's a lot of you know, not only competitors, but a lot of businesses that are promising a lot. Um, how have you differentiated yourself from that competition? Yeah, I mean, I, I touched on on and speed and, and confidence earlier, but for me, if if you if you pull it pull it right back to the underlying differentiator, for me, it is it is all about control and controlling your own ecosystem. Um, you know, rather than piecing together individual proposition. Um, we've had the luxury of being able to build a, the platform in, in-house. And so we can control the end-to-end experience and then give that control to our customers. Um, you know, ultimately, that means that you remove the traditional silos between card payments and, uh, and transaction accounts and KYC. And for me, where, where we're really seeing some exciting stuff is the unique payment experiences that come off the back of it. Um, and it's not the old school way of going here is a product and here is the one experience. Those unique pay- uh, payment experiences are at a client level and are, are moving and evolving in real time. And for me, ultimately, that's our platform differentiator. But what we're seeing is the power of that proposition is also allowing our clients to differentiate their product in what traditionally is a commodity market. Mm. Now, um, one of the other kind of challenges, I guess, isn't just the competition for business, but also the competition for talent as well. Um, How has Shape differentiated themselves here and and how have you gone about finding not only, you know, talent that is highly in demand, but they need to come with a fairly unique skill set to be able to deliver outcomes in a business that's at, at this early stage? Yeah, agreed. Um, for, for me, we've been very, very lucky to be able to build and grow a core team um, at Shape from from day one. Um, uh, that that took a lot of time and effort up front, um, but we've it's it's if you pardon the pun, it, it is the core core to our success. I mean, we we all know that the recruitment market, certainly in Australia, is is hard and has been getting harder for the last. Um, 18 months with with top talent in in serious demand. Um, what we've been able to 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 see, you know, and and the joy of being an international company, even before we were um, uh, have international propositions in market, is we've been able to really flex and use our international connections and international markets to find the right people. And when you couple that with the ability to truly work remotely and flexibly. It takes away that that pain of going. I need to be in the same space or in the same geography as this person. You go. It, the focus is: Are they the right people? Do they bring the right skill set? And the geography 
um, becomes a, it becomes a hygiene factor, um, which is which is great because because it it it, it means that we can cast that net further, wider, um, and make sure we're we're attracting the right talent and operate twenty four seven, right? So. Very much so. Very, very much so. So the the our, our whole recruitment policy is 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 international from from day one uh, because because the world is and and technology has allowed us to to move into that space absolutely seamlessly. What are some of the qualities that you're looking for in people that give you confidence that hey this this person's going to deliver outcomes rather than just look to kind of be more productive in the work that they're asked to do. But yeah, it's, 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 it's the, it's the million dollar question. It, it's, it is, so, it is so hard, but for, for me, where, where we've done well is, is accept that, that, you know, a single type of skill set is, it's, it's not a one size fits all, yeah. you know, ultimately mixing, you know, in financial products uh, and in financial services in general, it's highly regulated. You need specialists to yeah. absolutely nail your proposition, but at the same time, you need ultimate generalists. Yeah. That, that can pivot and move and have that flexibility and uncomfortable, you know, are comfortable in a space space that is that is fluid. So rather than specific skill sets, um, for me, the approach at Shape is more the jigsaw puzzle of how everything joins together yeah. to actually give you the team that is it is functioning. It's not about the individuals, uh, and accepting that what the skill set for one role can be very very different to to another. Yeah. Um, we are still learning. Um, this is, you know, growing, building and, and executing is really, really tough. And, you know, we have made mistakes, but, um, it, it is something that, that we, we focus on because we've got a, we've got a great thing going here. And as we grow, mm-hmm. we, we, we don't want to blow it. Yeah. And how, how do you go about retaining the best talent? Cause you know, the, it's a challenge getting them and then, you know, it can be a challenge keeping them as well, particularly for a early stage startup where, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of challenge at the same time as well. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for me, we, we, again, we've been very lucky with our retention rates. Um, you know, we, we've been, we've been able to retain not only just the core core team, but, but the wider team as well. Um, for me, it, it pivots around, um, you know, that developmental people and keeping people stretched but not to breaking point. Uh, what I love about shape is um, you will come in and you will learn. Um, and, but ultimately you can pick that learning curve. It can be as steep as you want. Um, mm. We never want it vertical, but if you want a challenge, we're, we're here and we'll keep people engaged. We're also at a size that fundamentally any role at Hay will have a, an ultimate say in the direction of the business, you know, yeah. not necessarily turning the ship, you know, 90 degrees, but, Ultimately, the way that we operate and as flat as we operate, everyone everyone makes an impact. And I guess for me, as as we've started growing and scaling, what's been really really good is we've been able to you know seen people promote from within. So yes, we've had to leverage external talent, but we've also been able to bring people yeah. through, watch them grow, and go, "You're ready for the for the next step." But it, it is it is a constant challenge, and and that that balance of of retaining talent, keeping them challenged while growing is, is a, is a, you know, continual. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess that when you and the, and the, the team at shape kind of look back over this last 12 months and everything that you've achieved together, what do you think is your proudest moment or your, your proudest achievement? For, for me, it is any time one of our clients 
gets into market and announces and start getting real live customers. The, the amount of time and effort that goes behind the scenes to make this as painless and as simple for them as possible it is immense. But the, for me, the ultimate proof point is getting our clients into market. Um, it, it is as simple as um, for us to be successful as a platform, we need our clients to be hideously successful. So um, every time there is an announcement or every time I, I pop onto Instagram and see you know, what, uh, an ad saying, sign up for this, that, that for me is the ultimate validation of what we're doing. Awesome. Now, um, it's your chance now to uh, kind of speak to the fintech community and I guess you know, give them you know, some, some reasons as to why perhaps they should vote for Shape for this year's Emerging Fintech of the Year People's Choice Award. So in your own time, Mark, when you're ready. Yes, I mean, this, this is an interesting one for me, but it boils down to something quite simple. For me, we'd like to win the People's Choice Award because ultimately it means we're doing our job. It means our proposition of removing barriers and complexity from this payment space is resonating with the community. And, and if it's not resonating and it, uh, you know, ultimately we need to keep on working until it, it does. But assuming that, that, that people will vote for us, it means that we're well on our way to providing any company with the opportunity to embed financial experiences into their, into their customer experience. Um, as I said earlier, at speed and with confidence. So please vote for us. And I look forward uh, to the, uh, to the ceremony. Awesome. Well, Mark, congrats to you and everybody at Shape for for making the finals and good luck on the awards night itself. Thanks, Dexter. Really appreciate it. The People's Choice Award is brought to you by Tier 1 People, leaders in fintech executive search. We'll help you launch, scale and innovate by finding world-class people. 